What is up, y'all? Welcome back to another episode. I think episode 10 of the Big and Blizz podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Blizzy, and across from me is Big Mike, a.k.a. Big. Um, I mean, we took another week off, you know, family vacations and stuff. You gotta get your R&R. Please like, subscribe, comment, share all the bullshit we always talk about. Please and thank you to help our algorithm, and uh, we appreciate each and every one of you. I know the, the base is small at the moment, but uh, we're hoping to expand, you know? But uh, we got to start off with the NBA Finals. <clears throat> so, what was it when, Tuesday night, I believe, Big? Was it Tuesday, Game 6? Tuesday was Game 6, yeah. Well, the Milwaukee Bucks went out and did what we were hoping they would do, but kind of didn't think they could, and they beat the Phoenix Suns. And, uh, <clears throat> disclaimer, fuck you, Chris Paul. Sorry, said say Go ahead, Big. Take that. I was saying, is that really a disclaimer? I'm pretty oh, sure yeah. everybody who watches this on the regular <laughs> or knows, listens or listens uh, knows how we feel about Chris Paul. Yeah, a little weasel bastard. <laughs> but yeah, no. Uh, congratulations to the Bucks. Yes, Giannis, um, Middleton, was, fucking uh, Port Bobby Portis, the fucking fan favorite. This he, he got the key to the city out in Milwaukee. That motherfucker, anywhere he goes, he's getting panties and pussy thrown at him. I swear to God. <laughs> that boy is, uh, he's some hot shit out there. I'm sorry to interrupt that, but I had to put that out. Disclaimer, use a condom. Go ahead, big. Yeah, no, uh, congratulations to all of them. And I'm, I'm sorry, Larry Fitz, you didn't get your ring, yeah. but. And you know what? Monty, what? Is a, Monty Williams, the coach of the, the, the Suns? Yeah. He's a fucking class act. He stayed on oh. the court. Him, uh, so Devin Booker, Jay Crowder. Uh, Chris Paul, as soon as the, the, the whistle was blown or the, the you know the the buzzer went off, they left the court. Monty stayed and gave love to the to the Bucks, and that's a hard thing to do, bro. That's really hard. But not only that, after interviews, after this, that, and the third, he came into the Bucks locker room by himself, Monty Williams, the head coach of the Phoenix Suns, and did a speech, gave a speech to the Milwaukee Bucks, giving them credit and telling them how proud he was of them. And how good they were, and, and how he thanked them for you know being in that opportunity, being blessed to be in that opportunity. Yeah, and I mean, <clears throat> Class Monty act. Williams has been around for a while. Absolutely, um, lost his wife a few years ago in a car crash. R.I.P. to his wife. Yeah, and so like the locker room talk, that's just something like that. That's a whole nother level. Is that like grab her by the pussy locker room talk? <laughs> oh no, sorry, other locker room. Sorry, go ahead. Uh, but making that. Like speech, that's a whole nother level, and I don't expect Booker to go into the locker room again. No. But you would expect, and I'm going to say this, you would expect a veteran like Chris Paul <clears throat> to understand Shit to happens. give some love. Like, Shit happens, yeah. You got some young guys like Devin Booker, and like you got to act like you like you've been there before. Yeah, absolutely. I know Chris Paul hasn't been to the finals before. He's been on the cusp a few times. A couple but he's been now. right there a few times. So like, act like you've been there. Yeah, and I could say the same thing about LeBron and all these other guys that run off the court and throw a fit when they lose. LeBron runs off at like halfway through the fourth. But <laughs> but like act like you've been there before, right? Did right. like did Jordan? I mean, Jordan didn't lose in the mm. final, so you can't really I mean, you can't really say shit about that. But did Kobe run off crying? No. Did, I think Kobe gave love. Did Kevin Garnett run off crying when the Lakers beat him? Probably stay on the court shit talking. Probably. One of the best trash talkers in NBA history. But I'm just saying, like, act like you've been there. Right. And even if you haven't been there, act like you have. Show some class. 
Show some class. I'm not saying you have to go over there and kiss kiss their ass, but just, just the ring. Just, just give a high five, bro. Yeah, a hug. Or hug even if you just chill and just yeah. throw the hand up, just wave. Chuck, like, chuck the deuce, you know. Salute them, walk out. Not even do that. And I but understand. don't just don't march off in an angry manner. You know what I'm saying? Like I understand that emotionally, it's probably one oh. of the lowest points of your professional career. Honestly, big. I don't even think we could under we could fathom that. Oh, I know we can't. But I'm just saying from from the standpoint of like a fan of a fan seeing these yeah. other professionals act differently. One hundred percent. And it's not like. It's not game seven. Y'all didn't push a game seven. Yeah. And lose by a fucking buzzer beater. Yeah. At that point, your emotions, I could understand if you fucking went off the court, pissed off, punched a wall. Makes sense. Slapped it. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah. But, like, y'all won two, gave up four. And then and not got swept, but kind of got swept in a row, but yeah. Right. You, you literally won two. Everybody was like, oh, shit. Yeah, everybody. Before the series even started, I think... I think Big called this six games in favor of Phoenix. I might have called it five in favor of Phoenix, but we both stated that we really wanted Milwaukee to win, Giannis to get it, and Giannis motherfucking got it, son. 50 oh. points. I think he had five blocks, something like 12 rebounds. I could be wrong on the on those numbers, but 50 points for sure, and there's a reason we, we won MVP. But yeah. the reason... Me and Big were talking about this earlier, and I was like, "Did he get 50? I thought it was 51." He said, "No, he got 50." And here's why. Yeah, he he took the Instagram. <laughs> Paul, he was he wasn't even driving. I didn't tell you that part. He was in the passenger seat. I well, shit, you gotta imagine all the fucking bubbly and, and rosé they were drinking. The locker room. I don't know if it was same day or next day or whatever. Probably same night, but I don't even know if he drinks. He's a, he's like a Greek god, literally. Um, but yeah, so he was in the passenger seat of the vehicle, <laughs> talking about I need a 50 piece. Ooh. And it was selfie we're at, mode. We're at, though. We're really. And then all of a sudden, he's like, hey, can I flip the camera around and show you? And the girl was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And it was at Chick-fil-A. Right. This girl's taking an order in the drive-thru line. And he said, I need a 50-piece. I don't think they sell 50 pieces there. I I don't know. I've not, I'm being honest. never been to Chick-fil-A. I have twice, but I don't know I don't know this bill, this bill either. Um, but so he wanted a 50-piece. He said he didn't want 51 or 49 or nothing No else. more, no less. He was going to count them and make sure that he got a 50-piece. <laughs> and being respectful, he wasn't being a dick. Oh, yeah, no. Like, it was all joking manner. Yeah. And then he said, and this, I mean, I'm going to have to try it, but half Sprite, half lemonade is his go-to drink. And from the comments of the YouTube video I saw, it's a normal grease thing. Like, there's a drink over there that the they all really like. And the closest you can get to in the States is half Sprite, half lemonade. I'd like almost like an Arnold Palmer, half lemonade, half tea. Yeah. In a sense, I guess. And and so that's what he got from Chick-fil-A. And he had to have, make sure it was 50 because that's what he scored. You know, that's, that's, that's fucking hilarious. But the thing that kills me is that you told me that watching that video, I did not see the video, but... Big Mike over here said you watched the video and it seemed like the the person taking the order that was looking at this man talking to him didn't even know who he was or acted like she didn't. And I'm like, holy shit, this is in Milwaukee. They want at home. He's probably no, 90% sure he's in Milwaukee, 95% sure yeah. at a Chick-fil-A. How do you not know who the biggest athlete where you live at is? Oh yeah, no. But she, some, some people live under the, you know, they don't they don't do sports, and I get that. But still, like that's crazy to me. Oh yeah, no. She was like, and I'm guessing here, she, <clears throat> early, like, 
19, 20, yeah. maybe 21. Um, and she, like, either one, she was well composed for meeting the Kudo. brand new champion, the, the face slash of MVP, slash finals the, MVP. The next, the next up, like, the one. Hey, yeah. if, as Shaq tells it, the new Superman, like, Shaq's handing over the he, Superman title. He does title. not give the Superman title. He, he did not give it to Dwight Howard. When Dwight Howard claimed it, he talked shit to Dwight and said, you were not Superman. He gave it to... He, and so for this girl... He gave it to Giannis. Antikatumpo, right? Is that how you say it? Antikatumpo, I believe. Yeah. Um, so crazy. But for, for this girl to this not fanboy... That's hard. Or fangirl... Shit, put me in that draft. I'm gonna be like, oh my god, bro! I've been like in the whip. I've been like, free. I've been like, any of you guys who know Dutch Bros when they like (laughs) they take your order and they're halfway in your car. (laughs) I'm in all the way in that car. I'd be like, Giannis, let me get your jock strap. Don't even watch it. That's (laughs) crazy. Like, imagine, like, even if it was the day after, he just Wednesday he rolls up with one of his fucking fifty piece. I'd have been like, bro, last night, though. Right? You know, what you, know like, you know what's funny, though, is, is they obviously do the parade in downtown Milwaukee. Any any metropolitan city that has a sports franchise that wins a, a championship, <laughs> I wonder if that girl is watching it on TV or, or sees it in the newspaper or is, that, or is that the parade like, hey, that's the motherfucker that asked me for this crazy order. Who the fuck is that? Like, well, in, in, the video, in the video, I can't remember what he said. But he said, like, 20,000 people are watching you on Instagram live right Damn now or something it. like that. And she was like, oh, really? Like, she still, like, he he put out there that he has that much of a following. Maybe she, she was didn't... high as fuck. Hey, <laughs> hey, you know what? She was high on the Lord. Oh, shit. It's Chick-fil-A. <laughs> it's LDS. She was high on the Mormon religion. Hey, all power to you. Close on Sundays. You know, hey, that's I, I, when you really want Chick-fil-A, though. That's what I would right? say. Right? We don't share the same core beliefs with their anti-gay and LGBT. I, I'm pro-choice, do whatever you want, so I don't I don't share the same beliefs. Hey, but I, I, I will fuck up some uh, some some Chick-fil-A sandwich, spicy sandwich, sandwiches. I, I mean, I need to hit that. Like, we just got one, like, literally before. They're cool. They're not, they're not like... I'm, like, I'm it's, not like, it's not like heroin waiting for your fix kind of thing. They're That's cool, the way though. people make it out to I you, know. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's crazy. like, and I've, I've said this before. I don't know if I've said it on podcast, but in and outs the same way for me. Like, everybody hypes it like it's the best fucking place to get a burger. Right. And I'm like, Bro, I'm like, Five Guys is just as good as, if not better. I think Five Guys is better. I, 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 I agree. Fat, then, boy, fat boy opinion. Right. And we're both we're both a little bit overweight. But, like, in and out, the burgers are too thin. Yeah. Like the actual patty. They're good. They're great. But it's not Are, something... Is it worth an hour and a half wait in the drive-thru, though? How Have we ever... Me and you, riding up, have we ever looked at the drive-thru and been like, oh, we'll wait it out? No, we've been like, oh, it's short enough, we'll go. Or, fuck it, let's bypass drive-thru, we'll walk inside. If we've gone there, you know what I'm saying? And that's... In 95% of the time when I go into an In-N-Out, it's because... They're open hella. They're yeah. open like hella late. Or you're with somebody who has to have it. And that's my thing is people are like, oh my god, if they're not from California or the area, they're like, well, oh, in and out. They have In and Out in Utah now where I used to live. They never had it. I brought my niece down for Christmas and I'm like, oh shit, you want In and Out? She's like, uncle, we have In and Out in Utah now. I'm like, oh shit, you want Jack in the Box? Aha! <laughs> like, I got the Trump card because you don't have Jack in the Box. She's like, yep. <laughs> but yeah, no. So it's just like, People be like, oh, in and out. I'm like, really? That 
Shout out to Leah, I love you, baby. Um, but I honestly, in and cool. I think Popeyes chicken sandwiches are better than, or they're, I think they're slightly better than Chick Fil A. They're they're all good, but I, I I would probably do Popeyes before Chick Fil A. But I'm just saying, we got a Chick Fil A now. It's about thirty miles, and we live in a small area. But though. the closest one was two hours away. Before oh yeah, one hundred percent. And so I never hit it, and so now I'm like. I gotta hit it yeah. just to see what the yeah, hype's about. Absolutely, I'm I'm still gonna say right now. The lemonade's good. Right now bef- is Sprite half lemonade. Hey. Like, is that good? It's a it's a Giannis Palmer Palmer. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't want to do an Arnold y- uh, Antetokounmpo, you know. But I'm gonna have to go up there and ask for a fifty piece and hey. a half Sprite half lemonade. If they're if they're if if they're smart, which they have been, but have been really fucking stupid with some of their views on, you know, life, mm-hmm. they would run with that. They would make literally a Giannis Palmer and a 50-piece. Bro, oh, yeah. Bro, hey, remember that. What's the day today? If they do the that shit... 22nd. They, July 22nd, we're recording. Uh, if they do that shit, um, we have date-stamped... Trademark, trademark. Right that this is our shit. The honest bundle or something. You know, I know that we're not viral. We're not. We're, we don't have a big community yet. So if they do it, they probably it's probably not from us. But we said it first, <laughs> publicly, publicly. Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them. But, but yeah, yeah, no. So I, I've been thinking about trying it, but it's brand new and everybody's all up here, and I'm. It's not. We're two hours from me. It's. Oh, you said about. Uh, Chick Fil A. Yeah, it's, it's, not, it's not backed up like that anymore. It's not. It's I. I've been there a couple times now, and I. You know me. I'm fat. And I'm hungry. I don't wait and drive through. Oh yeah. Yeah. I, Jack in the Box here because of COVID. Oh hell no. I will never go Jack in the Box here again. Hey, you know how many times after we've been recording, I roll by and I'm like, nope. I'm hungry, and I'm like, do I hit Jack in the Box? And I. And you're like, I'll go to talk. No, I won't go talk about. And I'm I. Too. And I just. Just don't right. even, I don't even slow down. I'm just like, the nope. Fuck that, that shit is way too back up. And then now I don't is our Taco Bell now that it's drive through only is it's not even open 24 hours, is it? Well, drive the, they only open the drive through uh, because like, they could. They're still redoing the inside. I, I know, but I don't. I, I don't. I don't know what it is to be honest. I don't. I, I thought don't I saw it. something the other day that they're only open from eight to eight. That's fucking wild. Y'all wouldn't understand that if you don't live in Red Bluff. This is this is small town problems. Small town issues. We only have one Taco Bell. Yeah, that's fucking... <laughs> and we have three Subways, three Starbucks. Some fuckery. Anyways, um, you know you live in a small town when you only have one Walmart. <laughs> but, okay, I don't know how we get away from sports. I mean, I guess... We got off this, the Chick-fil-A. Yeah, this is this, Giannis. Thanks, Giannis. Dickhead. But this is a sports and, and pop culture podcast... 90% sports at the moment, 95, but uh, maybe someday, hold on, because we might have some food shit in in in, uh, in line eventually. But, oh, yeah. Or in, and alcohol, possibly and or alcohol. Real, but, real fast, touch on that. You, everybody who's been listening, and I drank that shitty ass oh beer. Oh, my goodness gracious. Mind uh, you, the beer that he's talking about... Uh, what episode uh, seven or eight? I believe something like that. It was from Sea Quake Brewery, and I said it tastes like fucking hops, barley, and dirt. Oh, and he couldn't good. even finish that shit. I don't no. know. I don't think he said that on air. I think as soon as we stopped recording, I was like, "Bro, like your beer is hot." And he's like, "It's hot because I'm not gonna fucking drink it." But <laughs> which, anyways, which is not normal. <laughs> but that that yeah exactly. He drinks some shit that I could smell like rubbing alcohol across the table from him. 
But uh, that brewery where that shit was made is 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 at the coast of Northern California. It's about two and a half, three hours from us. Four hours. Is it four hours? You drove there. That's why we didn't do the podcast last week. He had a family vacation. They needed some off time. Yeah, so we went up there and yeah, we didn't hit the, we didn't hit the brewery obviously because we had all three kids. But because why go somewhere when you can DoorDash? <laughs> Facts. We were in the hotel room and I was like, man, what should I get? What should we get? And she was like, well, we brought some food. And I was like, nah, I'm trying to DoorDash something. And so I I was like, oh, Seaquake Brewery. I was like, this is that that beer I drink. I was like, let's look at the food and their I don't know why, but the pizza just looked good. And I was like, man, I'm about to do this. And so I got the all meat because I don't like a lot of vegetables on my pizza. And then um, and when you DoorDash from them, there's like a half and half option where you get half the pizza your way and half the pizza the other person's way. My wife got vegetables or whatever. But it was by far one of the best pizzas I've ever had. What did you say it was comparable to? Or can you not? Honestly, there's no place. I've never had a pizza that tastes I'm like that. I'm a huge pizza fan. That's my favorite pizza. Pizza. Pizza, pizza Hut's pretty good. Because it's uh, crust, you know? Yeah. I mean, honestly, around it's, it us. It was two different kinds of pizzas, obviously, right? Well, yeah, no. It, it was like a thinner crust. It, it was just. But it was more homemade. It was, right? Oh, it was more like. You could like, tell that it was like, like mom and pop made almost. Oh, 100%. You could tell that it was like actual fret, like. Like I said, I don't like a lot of vegetables. They like, sprinkled love into it. But when my wife was eating hers, she, like, she bit into like one of the jalapenos, <clears throat> and you could literally hear the pop because of like how crispy and fresh it was. Yeah. Where it's not like it's, yeah, been it's sitting in a jar or, or fucking yeah. refrigerated bullshit, rubbery. And so, yeah, that was... that. Speaking of beer and food, I, I was very surprised because Blizzy over here told me and he wouldn't even have tried it after yeah. he tried that beer. No, no, no that what was it? Angry Aunt Tammy? Some shit like it's that. Like, it's like when the wife says Aunt Flo is here. Like I don't want anything to do with that. I don't. I'm not drinking, eating. That's a little bit far. I apologize <laughs> for that. Just yeah, let's um, dismiss or what? What does the judge tell the jury to uh, disregard? What was disregard just what was just said. I apologize. <laughs> but after smelling and then I did taste that Angry Aunt Tammy. No weird shit. Um, yeah, no. I was like, I would have seen the brewery, and as soon as I seen that, it would have popped in my head that beer, and I'd have been like, fuck that. <laughs> that beer probably tastes like fucking ass and dirt. <laughs> but, hey, kudos to you trying it. Oh, super good. So if you're ever, what part of the coast were you at? Crescent City. Crescent City Seaquake Brewery tried their pizza. Big Mike has um, put a stamp of approval on it. Oh, 100%. That's shit. I mean, like, I may, I may drive four hours just to get that pizza. Dude, I used to drive to Reading, which is uh, 33 miles away, twice, three times a month to get Pizza Hut and come back. But I mean, it's not it's not that bad. But it, it when you drive In that town, all the time, it's fucking the same straight two-lane highway or three-lane highway. Back, it's just grueling, to be honest. I mean, I've been eating since Round Table's gotten the stuffed crust. I don't do Round Table. Round table. I like round. I do Luigi's over round. Table. I like round table. They're so damn expensive. Yes, yes. That's my issue. I yeah. like I like stuffed crust. Like Pizza has it. Pizza Hut has the stuffed crust. Disclaimer: Big Mike likes his crust stuffed. In fact, and then round table <laughs> has it, but nowhere else has an actual yeah. like I, yeah, stuffed real one, crust. Yeah. Like Papa Murphy's or for I, which I realized didn't know this. People on the East Coast don't even know what the fuck a Papa Murphy's is. 
That's crazy. Because like I've met people playing video games. Yeah, you, your stream, your Twitch, plug it, plug it. Uh, Bearded Mike Gaming on Twitch. Um, but I've met some guys through that, and I'll be like, and me and some friends from here will be like, yeah, Papa Murphy's like not bad pizza. Yeah. And they'll be like, what's Papa Murphy's? So and they're, like, like, they're like Papa John's. You're I'm like, no. I'm like, like take and bake, and they're like, what's take and bake? Oh wow. And I'm like, and it's weird because like we all get in our own bubble, and we like. We think that everybody knows what we're talking you, about. You feel like it's a cultural difference, even though we're all part of the same culture. Yeah, and, like, so literally, like, this guy that I know is from Rhode Island and, like, never heard of a Papa Murphy's and doesn't know what a take-and-bake pizza is. He's like, wait, you have to do all the work? Why do you have to pay that much? <laughs> <laughs> but but they like, say stuffed crust, and it's not. It's, like, their thick, double-layer, like... It's good pizza. That, that from pizza what you, yeah. From Papa Murphy's, it's good. Yeah. But it's not... Cheesy stuff. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. They just say stuff. But, but <laughs> back to basketball. We went on. We we had our fat boy wet dream already. Um, now I'm hungry, dickhead. Um, back to basketball. You want to? Did you have a story, or is it the the two K? Is that what you're getting uh, at? Well, I was gonna start with the draft. Go ahead. Go ahead. Draft. Yes. I think this is the fastest we've gone from finals to draft, just because of COVID and everything that well, happened. Well, it's like the, the shortened season and shit. And yeah. The, yeah. Everything's crazy. So the draft is actually next Thursday, the 29th. So from the date that we're recording, that's exactly a week. I gave the date. You know, it's what 23rd today. So, 22nd yeah. today. Oh, 22nd. And, and it's a Thursday, so exactly one week from today. So our next recording, we will be able to give live reactions. It'll be it'll be a little delayed. It'll be a little bit postponed. But we'll be able to look at the draft picks that have happened and see if it is to what everybody expects. And, and, and just like uh, our very first episode of the Big and Blizz podcast... Which was titled, I believe, Day Two of NFL Draft. Yeah. And we started the podcast the second day of the draft, obviously, like the title shows. And we uh, discussed, we looked back at all the first day draft picks from all the NFL teams. And then we were watching the second day as it was happening. It wasn't live. We might have been watching it and commenting live, but we uh, have it set to where uh, it was on both, all platforms. It, Everything it, uploads on set on. It goes hot Saturday at 10 a.m. Yeah. So if you're listening on Spotify, Anchor, iTunes, YouTube, whatever it may be, we've recorded this a few days before, and it goes hot. He, it, uh, big over here, Big Mike will upload it and then have it set on a timer to launch on all platforms 10 a.m. Saturday. Yeah. So we're never live, and we will eventually we will do live podcasts. Oh. 100%. At the moment, we're just not there. So, but yes, I mean, to be honest, I think it'd be dope to do it here soon. Well, well, we're, we've been talking about once football season rolls around. We've been talking about Thursday night football, maybe not every week, um, or maybe every Thursday night football game, or just the teams that we either big games, even if we're not fans of those teams, or our team games. Yeah. Which I'm a Cowboys fan, Big's a, uh, a Denver Broncos fan. Yeah. Um, my wife's a diehard Raiders fan because we live in Northern California where they aren't anymore. But we might do those big games or some big ticket games. Yeah. You know? just some, so. Um, but so for the draft being next week, which is super fast, I mean. Um, Shit's crazy. I saw a thing today that says that the first pick is so solidified that no one's even talking about it. 
because this kid's going to be the first pick. So the only pick anybody's talking about is number two. The Leangelo ball? I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm kidding. He deserves a shot, bro. Anyways, we've talked um, about that. So it's, it's the first pick for Detroit Pistons have the first pick, for those people that don't know. Okay. Um, Cade Cunningham out of Oklahoma State. Never heard of her. No, okay. <laughs> um, he plays point guard, shooting guard. He's he's one of those one and done kids. Because mm-hmm. um, he can be. And so, I mean, I'm not a huge college basketball fan, so I don't know a ton about him. But literally, everybody's saying that there's no question he's going number. One. He's like he's the truth. He's the next. Um, my big thing <clears throat> is this next guy. Who is project? Who's projected? This guy isn't for sure number two. Yeah. The the first guy, literally, I haven't seen a thing where he doesn't go number one. Yeah. Um, the next guy is the main reason I like what's going on. Um, he'll be the first five star. Like this kid was like a top fifty prospect to go to college who decided to forego college and oh, spend a year in the G League. That's dope. Because now he's going to be drafted. He's paving the way. And so now he's potentially going to be drafted at number two overall. And he uh, went from so high dope. school, um, and he went into the G League. So he turned pro. He did. He started making money. Yeah. Not a ton of money. Yeah, but, yeah. I think um, my last look, most G League guys make like 40000 40000 good money for doing what you love. Oh, 100%. And, I mean, they obviously, some of these guys probably have other jobs on the side to help pay some bills. But yeah. um, for their, you know, their went, lifestyle and shit. He went from being a senior in high school to playing against grown men. Yeah. The G League is grown men that have played overseas. Oh, yeah. That have played in Olympic games. Oh, 100%. All the, the NBA had, stars that have to go back and rehab. I, um, his He averaged 15 points a game. Damn. Against these grown men. Straight out of high school. Straight out of high school. Not playing college. College, you're playing people that are stepping up like you. Yeah. He's a straight. He dove in the deep end, not knowing how to swim. Oh, he really did. Like, don't have a doggy paddle. Like high school to college, it's a step up. Yeah. This guy, it's like when you're a little kid trying to jump four steps. Yeah. That's exactly what this kid did. That's crazy. And, and everybody's going to be like, well, Kobe went straight to the NBA. Kevin Garnett went straight to the NBA. True, very true. That's Different true. Times. But they can't do that. This kid would have done that. Yeah. Obviously, he didn't want to go to college. He wanted to become a pro. So if he would have been given the option to be able to step into an NBA team, he would have went into the draft last oh, year. Oh, 100%. Um, so I'm really excited to see what... Um, what the future holds? Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Okay, yeah, I've heard he played of for um, the Ignite, which is I don't know who their NBA team is. You know that when I hear Ignite, I think of the CBD fucking bands. Um, but yeah, so there's that, and then for the third pick, they're mm-hmm. saying Evan Mobley. He's a power forward, uh, big man for um, from USC that would go to Cleveland. Um, some, another point guard to Toronto out of Z- Gonzaga. There's going to be a lot of names that a lot of people aren't familiar with, unless you're, unless you're big, big into. To oh, and I'm not like, huge into. I'm not huge I, into college basketball. I haven't been following which um, our podcasts. We I think we need to more. But yeah. but yeah, my biggest thing is I just think it's cool to finally see. Um, 
people getting paid not having to go to college? Well, yeah, that's the thing. Is like this guy was able to finally make. It's like the JBL kind of shit. But actually getting paid. Yeah. Oh yeah. No shit. But I mean, the 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 intentions were good. But they, I think they fucked that I, off. Think I, the I think it was dude that stole from them. Fuck yeah. that off. I think the idea that they had for the JBL. Mind you, the JBL was the big baller, uh, the junior basketball league. It was um, uh, what's Levar Ball put it on, yeah, and all that shit. And uh, honestly, around that time where players were bitching about not getting paid or receiving their. Well, the their, thing is now is Allen. Lavar's business partner actually got arrested, and do, I think he went to prison for stealing millions from Lonzo and Lavar. So I wonder if that has anything to do with the JBL not paying his players. But oh, probably. But well, but look, now, they were trendsetters. Yeah, they were and frontier. Frontier. The big question is now that college athletes can make money off their name. Mm-hmm. Are you going to make as Jalen Green, right? As that guy who went straight to the G League, would you make more money in the G League if he was that good? No. If if he's the or <clears throat> as a five-star high school prospect going to North Carolina or Duke, Duke or Oregon or all these big name schools. Mm-hmm. Oregon's not a huge basketball school, but whatever. Um, would you make endorsement wise? More, more than I, going to the G League. Yeah, I mean, I plus, just... Plus, on top of, your, your, you get a scholarship. So you get some school under your belt. And you can choose to run with that or not. Or when you get in the... If you make the league... Exactly. Go back and pay or whatever. But, I mean, I just, I just showed you a story across the table where Mikey Williams, high school hoops phenomenon, signs a... Uh, what's that? NIL, what's that? Uh, a deal... Uh, with Nike, or is it Nike? And I, it signed an NIA, NIA, or NIL, sorry, deal, poised to make millions. 17 year old, uh, with, with a huge, um, uh, social media following. Yeah. And since the NCAA players can be paid for endorsements, he just signed a deal that's going to make Oh, no, no. NIL stands for Name Image Likeness. Oh, shit. So I wonder I, I've been too. seeing... I, I was trying to process it yeah. in my brain that, because I've been right seeing it everywhere because mm-hmm. a lot of these guys... it'll It's what everybody's been signing. It's literally like, this guy signs an NIL... And I was like, what is it? What is it? It's Name Image Likeness. So now <clears throat> that deal that he sold, whoever he sold it to... Can now use his name, his Movies, image, and his music, likeness. Anything, posters, autographs, anything. Yeah. But did he sell that for a, an upfront fee, and now he has no control over it, and he doesn't own a shit? Like that Dave would, Chappelle, that contract he signed when he was Comedy young, Comedy Central, or whatever. Yeah, he didn't even own his oh, own yeah, name. No, that's and so that's from, the thing is, and that's another big issue with these college kids. Are they gonna for some of these kids who come from nothing? Yeah. Poverty and and shit. say I roll in <clears throat> and say, hey, "Look, bro, I got a hundred k. Right now, sign the dotted line. I get to use your name, your pictures, you can't. everything. And you cannot. I control that. And if you do, I get a cut for the next three years or forever. Whatever the deal is, and that kid's like, bro, a hundred k. Yeah, that'll help my mom. You know, my dad, whatever. And then they sign that deal, and all of a sudden, they blow up. And I'm over here on a 60-40 split, and they're on the 40 end. Yeah. Getting and I, fucked. 
and they're just getting destroyed, and there's nothing they can do about it. Legally, yeah. Well, it says Williams is one of the top top ranked players in his class. Mind you, he's uh, the first high school player to sign this deal. So, unless he's um, what's the what's the word when you um, you're a minor but you can become an adult or emancipated, emancipated then his parents most likely well, would have signed. Well, that's like off. Kobe. When Kobe got drafted, technically his he was parents, a minor. His mom had to sign, or his and parents had to sign. Yeah, his parents had to sign his contract. So it says uh, he's got 3.2 million followers on Instagram alone. That's crazy. Ooh. That's huge. Uh, now the NCAA and most states allow college athletes to make money off their name, image, and likeness. Mikey has followed up by becoming the very first high school athlete to sign a NIL or NIL, sorry, name, image, and likeness deal. Teaming up with Excel Sports, an agency that works with superstar athletes like Tiger Woods, Nicolo Jokic, and uh, Clayton Kershaw. Okay, so at least they're a reputable company. Absolutely, because you know. Tiger Woods ain't gonna sign with some random no, ass company. None of these guys are. Clayton Jokic, Kershaw? No. Yeah. Clayton and, Kershaw? No. And they the credit, the credit goes to TMZ for the story, by the way. TMZ Sports. But it says uh, the deal will help the Vertical Academy uh, junior guard secure endorsements and sponsorships way before he makes it to the college level. An XL VP, Matt Davis, tells ESPN the partnership will generate millions of dollars for this young man. So go ahead and speak on it. I'm gonna re- I'm gonna read this and so, see what, if there's any cons in this story. So Mike, that's my question: is now that we allow college athletes mm-hmm. who are grown adults, mm-hmm. if you're or, 18, or signed off by their parents. Well, I mean, if you're if you're a freshman in college, you're 18. Well, yeah, but he's high school. But yes, I get what you're saying. So that's, so that's saying. what I'm saying. So at 18, mm-hmm. you're legally, mentally, we can go into that argument, whatever. But legally, you're seen as an adult at 18. So yeah. you're making decisions based on endorsements, blah, 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 all this. Are we going to start seeing, because he, he's a junior. That's what you just read. He's a junior player. Yeah. So that means he not only has this season, but one following season in high school. With 3.2 million followers on IG. Holy shit. Eight. Hey, Mikey Williams, shout out. Shout out. That's a grind, bro. Yes. If you had 17, a junior in high school, and you got that many, yeah. hey, respect. That what I'm saying is, crazy. should we allow high school athletes to sign endorsement deals? That's my question. Should we allow minors to sign endorsement deals where you got this high school kid rocking Jordans because he's paid 100 k a year to rob Jordan's shoes in a basketball game. Why not? That, that that's I'm I mean, just thinking yeah. I'm being the devil's advocate. Yeah, yeah. Should we allow sixteen year olds to sign into these contracts with cause and I'm not saying that these there's going to be parents that use their kids. Uh, well, that's that's my point. Liken this to actors, child actors. Oh hundred percent. Child actors get used, but legally there's Britney Spears. <laughs> right. Still <laughs> still I mean, uh, what's, Free his name? what's his name um, that was in the Transformers movies? The kid oh, from uh, Shia LaBeouf? Shia LaBeouf. Yeah, dude. It just ha- do it. Or, hey, just all the child actors. Oh, 100%. You know what I'm saying? They're supposed to have an account that goes for expenses for the parents to use for their expenses, but they're supposed to have a separate account legally that is their earnings go into. But I think that law was just passed more 
in recent, more recently, recently yeah. passed, like within the last ten or fifteen years. But for uh, since the the age of media, social media, not just social media, movies, radio, all that shit. There was no laws. The parents owned your NIL name, mm-hmm. you know, image and likeness. And and I think Macaulay Culkin, I think he took his parents to court and got emancipated and sued his parents. Or there, there's a, I mean, fucking name one. They all have sued and got emancipated. A lot of them have. You well, know? yeah, I mean, when you, and that's and that's my point. We're by allowing high school athletes to be sponsored, we're opening more kids to be used by their parents for money. Well, make it legally do it the right way. Legally do it the right way. Make, well, make it a, a That's law. my thing. Is like, are we going to allow these kids? And if, I mean, we've seen kids who are high school athletes who ball out and get injured and never go to college or go to college and get injured and never go pro. So are we, we, I believe we should allow them to benefit off their talents as soon as someone's willing to give them money for it. Yeah, 100%. Just like, like you said, actors, singers, rappers. Just celebrities or, or anybody who has talent in any way. I mean, how Bow Wow was buying cars before he could drive. Yeah. Yeah. Like, his first cribs... Yeah, he his, had a Ferrari... He I don't had know. cars with his name embroidered in the headrest yeah. that he legally couldn't drive. And he didn't. Well, supposedly he didn't. Yeah. So who's he, letting him make all these dumb decisions, you know? And so that's They need thing. to have a financial fucking... Um, what is it? Financial advisor. That I mo- th- that's, that's... That, like, a, like a, almost like a... Um, Financial advisor that specializes in minors. You feel me? Oh, 100%. I think... That can mediate between the parents and the, and the kids. I think the businesses, not the parents and not the kids, obviously, because they don't have the money. Not everyone. Yeah. A lot of these kids don't have the money. Or the mind. Or the mindset or whatever. I think it should be an obligation on the businesses in... They should have to pay for that shit. They should have a financial advisor, a third-party financial advisor... But you know, even with that, that, even with that, there's always going to be fucking. Oh, I know. There's, it's all backdoor deals yeah. and. Yeah, but still, yes, there should be some, some party that has to be included, whether it's a family member that has the best, the you know, that is looking to to do the best for the kid. You know what I'm saying? Something like that. It's it's a hard situation. Or I mean, tell me, there's not a way to say, hey, look, okay, if you're under 18 mm-hmm. and you sign this deal, you get 30 percent now. Mm-hmm. Or whatever, yeah, whatever percentage. Whatever, and I'm saying this should be... Like, should, an, like an Allen Iverson deal with Reebok? Exactly. Where he gets $50 million when he turns 55? Or that, I can't think of the baseball player's name. Oh, I know what you're talking about. From the Mets, yes, greatest contract of all time. Yes. Guy gets so many millions every... It just happened, actually. It wasn't that long ago. I saw it pop up on Facebook saying... It always pops happy, up. Always. Okay, it's, you know not, it's not the Mets, it's it, Mets. It's the Mets, you yeah. Said, you said Mets in here. Anyways, but, um, but that's my thing. So Bobby Vanilla. Yeah. But yeah. So what is it? Oh, it's July first. Every year he gets paid one point one nine million until twenty thirty five. And that was because they wanted to sign him and didn't have the capital or, or the the back end to do it. So they gave him a front end deal. Or no, no, no. Sorry, they didn't have the front end to do it. So they loaded the back end and said, "Hey, we want you. We want you." 
but we are about to have penalty on the salary cap for MLB. They can go over salary cap, but there's penalty oh, yeah. uh, that they have to pay. And since, since we can't do it, we're loaded with this, that, and the third, we'll pay you very like we'll pay you a good amount on the front end, but we're gonna sign a contract. And this was back in what the nineties. Yeah. Well, and he and he came to the conclusion. He's like, well, why don't you just pay me this after I retire? Just continue the payments so that it doesn't affect your cap and or exactly. doesn't affect your money now. He was smarter. And now he's been re. This this deal went down somewhere in the nineties. Well, I guess. How old I, is he now? Not here. You want to look at the story? Go ahead. Um, yeah, he's. <laughs> He's like been retired. He's like in his four. Oh, he quit baseball in two thousand and one, and he's gonna get paid till two thousand thirty-five. Two thousand thirty-five. Think about that. That's a fucking retirement plan. Haven't played baseball for twenty years, but you're still getting paid over a million dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? Like he's, oh, yeah. he's in his fifties, right? Am I wrong? I would um, I think so. Oh yeah, Bobby. They call it Bobby Vanilla Day every year. Like the, you know, we have the Fourth of July. The MLB has Bobby Vanilla Day. What day is that? June. July first. Ju- July first. So he's fifty-eight right now. Jesus. So we're in twenty twenty-one. So that means fourteen years from now, his final payment will be made. So he will be seventy-two years old. When if, he's final, still, if he's still alive. And his family will get those payments if he's not. Whoever's beneficiary is. Yeah, will get his estate. Yeah. And so what I'm saying is there should be something set up. Just like that. And it shouldn't be like a case-by-case case, case basis or whatever. No, it should be set into, it should be an obligation for these contracts. Not for college kids. I'm not saying for these adults. I'm saying for these high school kids that enter these, it should it should be like a 40% up front or 30 or even if it's a 50-50 split I don't care there needs to be money set aside into a trust that says these high school kids can't touch it until either they graduate college or they hit a certain age Well, again, and I'm not saying like 30 I'm not saying super old yeah. I'm saying like 24 or, 22 or every or, 5 years they get a chunk like, look, look at AI. Allen Iverson was a, an adult, right? And he got that contract for Reebok. Yeah. And they said it's where, you know, he, he was getting paid so much up front on the front end, but they have a deal on the back end that he gets, it was at 35 or $55 million when he turns 50 or something. Yeah. Or 55 And, you know, he's gone broke a couple times already, but when he turns 55 like, he's going to be blessed with that in a sense, you know? And he was a grown-ass man when he signed these contracts. Yeah. You know, like, it just... It, 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 when you when you take somebody out of poverty, you know, the hood, the ghetto, or not even that. When you take somebody that, even in uh, white, blue-collar, white-collar, whatever it is, that, you know, has, has been blessed with a, 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 an athletic attribute that never had to work because they were always training and playing their whole life mm-hmm. or getting handouts or whatever... They don't know uh, uh, about financial literacy, responsibility. Yeah, so I mean, that's nice not something that comes naturally. No. It's, you, it's, it's a taught thing. We talked about this last episode, episode before, or maybe we talked about it before, one of the episodes about the NFL with the rookie symposium. Or, uh, yeah, there's like a 
uh, ex-players come in, current players come in, financial advisors come in, and they just try it. I think the NBA might it's do something too. Yeah, I believe and they, so. And they talk to you about they have a conference scams that happen. Like, yeah. There's been so many athletes who get caught in these real estate scams. because it. And so there's all these people that come in. Your favorite athlete has been scammed out of at least a couple million. Terrell Owens. Yes. He lost everything. Bad. Lost lots. There's um, a and, lot more. And then you have, you have guys like Shaq, where he got his money and spent a bunch, and his agent or someone called him and was like, "The bank manager." Oh, that's who it was. Bank manager called him was like, "What the fuck are you spending your money on?" Yeah, you you spent more than you had. He didn't understand taxes. Bought himself a Mercedes. His dad a Mercedes. Then his mom Mercedes. Yeah. He had a million dollar signing bonus and spent one point six. And he said, "Thank God that bank manager was friends with the family, or else I would have been screwed." Yeah. But they they established a financial advisor for me. The bank did. So no, you need to talk to this guy. And now, you well, know, now Shaq, yeah, now. now Shaq's a business mode. What, speaking of, like, part owner of professional teams. <clears throat> he like, owns, uh, he's uh, on the board and part owner of Papa John's Pizza. He owns um, Krispy Kremes. I think I, he owns... He owns part of the Kings, too. Yeah, he does. He owns 40, or no, no, I'm, I think it was... 300 and something uh, Five Guys restaurants not to include you know his Kmart sponsor or deals the the general uh, Icy Hot yeah. but we're speaking of athletes and money so we all know Michael Jordan is the first athlete billionaire ever right? Yeah. Who is the first active just broke news this last couple days yeah go ahead big the first active athlete that to reach a billion LeJean Brains <laughs> the best actor ever to live. Uh, no, LBJ, LeBron James, the king. LeBron James. Um, yeah, he. So LeBron James, which is crazy. If you look at the numbers split, <coughs> if you've looked at it, I think it's. I haven't looked at it. Three hundred million of it is from NBA money, like contractual money, which is huge. But yeah. seven hundred million of it is from endorsements. Well, he signed a one billion dollar contract with Nike. Straight out of high school to be a li- he he signed a lifetime deal. He can never say Nike's fucking me. I'm leaving Nike and I'm signing with Adidas or you oh, know. Oh, you mean if they call him the wrong name? Yeah. Oh, he'll be, <laughs> like they did a, to to Steph. Like it, it was a Nike did Steph. Yeah. Steph went to under under now now just like uh, Jordan is a subset of Nike where he was on Nike. That's why you see the old the retros are Nike Air. Jordans, yeah. Nike Air Jordans, and then he's got his subset of just Jordan brand. Well, Steph Curry, Stephen Wardell, Stephen Curry the second um, was in the, he was Nike, right? He was Nike, and then they, they mispronounced his name yeah. in a meeting, and he left, and he left to go to Under Armour. Under Armour, and he's obviously the face. Even though there's Cam Newton, um, Tom Brady, Who? Cam, yeah, exactly, Cam Newton, <laughs> Tom Brady. Tony Romo was a, 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 there's more Under Armour athletes, but obviously you think Under Armour and, and athlete, you think of Steph Curry. Now, just like Jordan had a subset, the Nike Air Jordans, Steph had the Curry 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7s. Now he has his own shoe. Like Jordan has Jordan whatever, you know? Now jo- uh, Steph has the, the Curry brand, just yeah. Curry brand. Now they're still backed. And, and, and distributed and, and made by uh, Under Armour, but it's his own subset. 
Yeah. Which is crazy. But going back to why does LeBron not have just his own subset with Nike? You think that would have happened already? With especially with him being the face of the franchise, you know, signing a lifetime deal. I don't know. To be honest, that's weird. Maybe he just hasn't done that. Do you think? Oh, or maybe he hasn't pushed for it. Well, my thing is, do you think he affected the game in the way that either Jordan or Curry did? I don't believe so. I think he keeps viewers watching. So, but I don't think he brought new in. My thing is like, and we can argue goats, whatever, blah blah blah. No one cares. Um, but Jordan came in a time where the NBA wasn't much. No, it's not like the ratings were dipping. They just never were high. Um, and then he brought, and, and this isn't my opinion. This no, this has is facts. Stated. Facts. He brought not only basketball worldwide, but but the shoe game. Mm-hmm. Like guys used to wear Converse and all these other things and whatever. Mm-hmm. But he's like, for some reason, it's maybe it's the culture that he did, the games he played, and how worldwide he was, and how much of like he did, how big he like, how good he was. Um, his shoes just blew up. Yeah. And it doesn't I mean, matter if you're white, black, Mexican, Asian. It does not matter. Oh, Everybody has a pair of Jordans or wants a pair of Jordans. Exactly. Sorry, 99% of the people. Yeah. And I mean, even if you don't want them, you still uh, see their, their resale. Yeah. And you see you see how crazy everything how is. How Yeezys are now. Kanye's done that with Adidas. Yeah. He brought them back to life because they were going down, you know? Well, and so that's my thing is, is LeBron... That cultural, because you're, because that's the thing is Kobe was with Nike. Yeah, and Kobe he never. Was the, he was Adidas at first. He was, mind you, Adidas. Now that Kobe, his lot, his estate is a free agent because his wife Vanessa did not resign with Nike. Yeah, we discussed that. Adidas is relaunching two of his his shoes from when he was with Adidas: the crazy ones and the crazy sixes. From when he first signed with Adidas, mm-hmm. they're releasing two of his um, colorways. His no, no, no. His his two different shoes. Oh, two different styles. But when he was with Adidas, because now he's a free agent, they can because Nike doesn't own his N I L for shoes or you know branding. Yeah. But sorry, go and ahead. well, my thing is, Kobe had started. Kobe was like on that cusp of having like he had his own logo mm-hmm. and he had all and it was. It was moving to a point where I think Kobe might have gotten to that point. Yeah. But Kobe, obviously, RIP, passed away. Yeah, RIP. And then Kobe B. Bryant. And then Nike decided to do some things that Vanessa didn't like. Like um, overpriced his shit. As soon as he died, everything, his jersey. Start limiting his shoes, shit. Limited. Drive the price of. The day, I checked, the day after he, he was, a, you know, uh, all over the media that he passed away, like it was facts, I went on and his shoes that were going for 100 bucks were now going for 320 Not on resale sites, on fucking Nike.com. His shoes jumped up like 150 to $200. His jerseys on the NBA store, being Nike jerseys, jumped the same, if not more. Yeah, they price gouged. And so she wasn't happy with that. No, she but don't want I, limited. Yeah. I li- so well, he didn't want Kobe limited. Didn't, yeah. And, he and wanted, she respected He wanted semi-affordable. And she respected that. And so I think, personally, he was right on the edge of 
of having um, his own subsection of Nike, like Jordan was. Having, like, Mamba? Yeah. Yeah. Because he has his... His, his whole brand, dude. His brand yeah. logo, yeah, and he has clothes. Yep. And I, I own a, a, a Mamba Academy shirt. And so I think that was where they were headed. Um, obviously, now Vanessa's a free agent. What well, she, she shopping? She, she honestly, I saw something that she really wants to start. She wants to pull a big baller. Damn. And start her own brand. But do you think? Do you think she has that in her? Because the shoe game is supposedly the it's hardest hard. apparel game to get into. It's the most expensive to create, and well, the I mean, profits are you know it can be so little. Well, and that's. And, and now that the United States is is, is is pulling embargoes from China or whatever the word is, it's going to be even harder. Well, and that's the thing is, we all see, I mean, there's some people who ordered big ballers that do, still haven't got yeah, shoes. Yeah, they're not going to, but yeah. And and for those of you, if you're listening, you ain't getting the motherfuckers. Yeah. Because they... Tell your bank it's fraud and get your money back. Yeah, if you ain't already got your money back, hey, 90-day return policy over, cuz you yeah. fucked. Yeah, well, then you just sell that ship with the with the big baller and just stay on his nutsack and uh but that's the thing is like they realized how much money like cause in the grand scheme you're like oh making shoes would be dope to have my own shoe brand yeah. fuck Nike fuck this fuck that I want to cut my own path like, and then you're like fuck it's expensive and, and that's like people who think they can do their own restaurant. Yeah. Oh, maybe I could do it way better. And then you're like, fuck. Yeah, the, the, the profits of a restaurant are bare. It's like one of the smallest profits for a business. Yeah. It's crazy. Or like, if you ever watch Shark Tank and people try to get into like, uh, like the snack the, market and shit. The snack market or the drink market yeah. in general. Yeah. Like, literally, there's a guy on there who has been on the board for like Powerade and all these big drinks, and he's like, Nah, I don't fuck with the drink market. Yeah. And he was, like, on the board for these huge drink companies because he understands, like, how expensive and how hard it is to even get shelf space. Mm -hmm. And that's, I feel like that's how the shoe market is. Speaking of of the drink market, did you know that Kobe, I didn't know this until after his, you know, post. I didn't know. I think you know. His body armor? Yeah. He is huge investment. He invested, like, a million dollars in body armor, and now his share is, like, fucking almost a, well... It's it's a few hundred million yeah. or some shit. Yeah. Well, just, Vanessa's share, I should say now, or the the Bryant family. That's crazy. So fun fact: I had never drank one, never had drinking one, and then when my kids and wife love them, they have they have. So so short. So two years ago now, essentially, my wife gave birth to our final kid. Oh yeah, I remember that. Um. And she was trying to breastfeed, mm-hmm. and. On one of her mom pages, the moms are swearing by it. Mm-hmm. Body armor will help. Body armor will help. Literally, like, swearing by it. So she started buying it. And I was like, shit, I'm going to try it, right? I tried it. I was like, this shit's pretty good. Yeah. If, if it's, it's the fridge. Su- it's super high in sugar. Yeah. So if you're, like, well, I mean, if we were really getting into a Gatorade super high in sugar. If you're diabetic, it's not for you. Um, and, or if you're just trying to watch yeah. what you're intaking, probably not the greatest. I know that body armor does have a... Low, low a, sugar. A low yeah. sugar option yeah. now. I don't think they had it a few years ago. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Um, but it's good. And then when he passed, when Kobe passed away, and then I saw that come up, and I was like, because he was like an angel investor with like one of their first investors. Yeah. I was like, damn. He was so ahead of his time, bro. 
Dude, we could we could we could have a fucking twelve-hour podcast. Hey, fuck you, Shannon Sharp. Right? Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. To speak on that, fuck Shannon Sharp, and that's coming from Big Mike's a fucking Broncos fan. Diehard through and through. Shannon Sharp, amazing great tight end, amazing player. Well, just like Chris Paul, amazing point guard, fucking weasel. Analyst. LeBron James, amazing player, fucking floppy acting ass mother. Anyways, go ahead. Shannon Sharp. Talking out the side of his mouth. He was probably on a heady hand hand in the black bar, bro. Uh, probably, probably on a prime time country as. No, he he, <laughs> he drinks hand and smokes black and milds. Smoking the prime no, he, time. He shares that shit on IG with this do rag on the shit. For real, swear to God. Um, but for real though, Shannon <clears throat> stepped out and said, and some of you may have seen it. This is blasphemous. More blasphemous than fucking uh, Stephen A. He yep. said Kobe is not a top five NBA player all time. Bullshit. Based on he only had, and this is his whole basis, is that Kobe only has one MVP and not multiple. Season MVP, yeah. And so he, and he's, I watched. I he's watched, been flamed on, on Yeah, Twitter. they are lighting him up on Twitter. As, we, as are we. And he said, and his whole thing was, his criteria, which... If you have a certain criteria that you judge, whatever, that's on you. But stick to it. Yeah. And uh, me and Blizz before this watched a YouTube video where a guy brought up. I don't know. What's that YouTuber's name? Do you know? No, I don't know. I don't right. Well, I'd like to give credit to, but we, yeah. Anyways. He brought up the stats, and, it, and Shannon Sharp is a very big proponent of LeBron James being the GOAT. But if accolades are the reason that he thinks people are the GOAT, which he says they are. That's what he goes by. His yeah, his tweet is MVPs, championships, finals MVPs, and it was just yeah. a list of accolades that yeah. he looks at. LeBron does not meet that criteria. Jordan would meet that criteria. Jordan has six MVPs. Yep, uh, six finals MVPs. Went to six finals, won six finals, never lost. So was why is four or five season MVPs? I think it's. I think it's five season MVPs. Three or four defensive player of the year. Like, well, that's the thing is, so all star, yeah. So, let's and we're not even talking. We're not Dunk even champion. You know, yeah, we're not going to bring up the other guys who have eleven rings. Yeah, Bill Russell. Bill, Ru- Bill Russell, who's auctioning his shit off. Yeah, on a side note, um, Bill Russell is auctioning most of his stuff off. Like ninety percent um, of it. He's going to keep a couple things, but I think he's realizing he's at that point in his life where he doesn't need it anymore. And he, he knows that if you pass it off to generation after generation, they're not going to really they're care gonna, about they're it. Probably, they're probably going to sell it anyway. For, like, like what Vince Wolfer kid? Yeah. So, so, back to Shannon Sharp. But he's auctioning off and giving to charity. In yeah, the, two In the greater charities. Boston area. Yeah. And then a, a, a national or international charity, charity as well. Yeah. So, and salute to you, Bill Russell. The, one of the goats. Um, but Shannon Sharp's thinking, if you're going off of his criteria, shouldn't Le- LeBron, LeBron should be not on the top like, five? Not even in top. Yeah. So, and if that's your criteria, cool. But stick with that shit. Own it. LeBron's not top five. No. Means Kobe's not top five. Yeah. I mean. Is Jordan, I mean, in his criteria, is Jordan even the go? Well, but not only that, but his criteria wouldn't put Kobe or LeBron in even the top five. That's what his criteria is that he says they have to have this, 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 and this. And then LeBron 
is his GOAT. He says LeBron's number one. And LeBron matches none of his criteria. LeBron what has LeBron has multiple MVPs and stuff. But yeah. if you match him up against other guys... Has he guys, ever won de- Defense Player of the Year? I don't think so, right? No, I don't no. think so. But what I'm saying is, if you match him up, just even head-to-head with Jordan. Jordan wins... Everything. Everything. Yeah. He's never lost in the finals. But but LeBron's the GOAT to Shannon Sharp. So, Shannon Sharp, if you ever hear this... Fuck you. I said it. Hey, you gotta stick to your guns. This ain't flip-flopping back and forth. And Blizzard said, fuck you. Like, I respect you on the gridiron, but stick to the gridiron. Yeah. Everywhere else, fuck you. Like, I saw something that said, football players shouldn't speak on basketball. Hey. That's that's my thing. Why would they take a, a, a an athlete, Hall of Famer or a great athlete, from one sport and have them on a syndicated sports channel that speaks on the four big sports, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah, crazy. I don't know. <clears throat> it's just wild. But, um... <clears throat> freaking, uh... So, yeah, Giannis won finals MVP. We went over that. Should we jump into uh, the NFL? The new COVID regulation. Big, I told you about this or, uh, before the podcast, right? Yeah. NFL put out a statement, and I'm not even paraphrasing... I'm not even paraphrasing... I'm just off the top of my head re- trying to remember what they said exactly. But to the certain ex- a certain extent, it, it said something to the effect that um, teams that have COVID outbreaks this season will be automatically forfeited. So the NFL is trying to get all the players and coaches and staff and front office in line to get vaccinated. But the teams that have COVID outbreaks their game will be automatically forfeited and not rescheduled. So we're you, you guys, most of you are aware that we're going into a 17-game season. So 18 weeks, you know, because of the bye week. So they would, there would not be a, an 18th game for rescheduling. So say um, the Steelers are playing the Dolphins. If the Dolphins have an outbreak of COVID, which, I mean, that would be a city that you would think that might happen, you know, the partying nightclubs, the game's forfeited. The team that has a COVID outbreak, being the Dolphins, would forfeit the game and take an L, and the Steelers would take a W. But the catch is, neither team will be paid for that game. Now, mind you, if you're an athlete and you have a contract, say say it's um, seven teams, I'm just throwing shit out there. Say it's seventeen million dollars a season. That means you get a million dollars per game. Now, if the team you're on has a COVID outbreak and forfeits, or the team that you're on plays against the team that or was supposed to play against the team that forfeits, you guys lose a million dollars. That each player loses a million dollars, which is fucking wild. I think the the team that has a COVID outbreak, I don't think it, there should be no penalties. But you would think the one that how the outbreak would be penalized. Yes. Yeah, Not so, the team they're going against. So I'm reading this thing. I looked it up real quick. Okay. So it's saying in a memo sent to the clubs, uh-huh. it says if the games cannot be rescheduled during the 18th week of the season. Well, the NFL did say that they're not planning to reschedule in the 18th week as well. But go ahead, sorry. So the report that's saying that the NFL sent to all of the teams said okay. that 
if it cannot be rescheduled during the 18th week due to COVID, um, if this is due to a COVID outbreak among unvaccinated players. So if a vaccinated, so does that mean if a vaccinated player tests positive, this doesn't matter? I, that's, I mean, that's how it's reading. Only, this only applies if it's an unvaccinated player. But we'll continue. The team will forfeit and be credited a loss if the, it cannot be rescheduled. Yeah. Due to an unvaccinated player. Yeah. Because if you're vaccinated, you technically can still get it. So they said they can still get paid? So Does this is what that? it says. Okay, okay. In addition, players from both teams will not be paid for the, the lost contest. Exactly. And the team that is responsible for the canceled game due to an unvaccinated due to unvaccinated players. Yeah. So again, it's coming back to what but happens if trying, a vaccinated player to, gets they're, it. They're trying to, but what it seems to be is the league is trying to bully. Oh, 100%. Everybody to get vaccinated. So the team that is responsible for the cancellation yeah. will cover all financial losses and be for subject. travel and all that shit. Holy fuck. And will be subject to potential discipline from the commissioner's office. And we already know how he runs shit. Yeah. He's going to be handing down fines. An iron fucking fist. Um, so, last year the NFL bent over backwards to rework schedules. They're not going to do it this year. They will not be adding a 19th week to reschedule okay, games. Okay, that's, uh, that's So they will add, they will try, they will try to reschedule in the 18th week. Gotcha. But if not... But so only so many teams can be rescheduled into that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So which is crazy. So people don't get paid. The the team that had the outbreak has to cover expenses. That should, So basically, in my opinion, they're trying to bully every team into forcing vaccinations. With that being said... It's, it's funny because it says the league insisted that it is not mandating vaccinations. Seems to me like but they specific kind of are. restrictions are in place for non-vaccinated players. Big Mike, you know what that sounds to me like? <laughs> when you tell your girl, "Hey, I'm gonna go out the boys. You're good." Yeah, do you? Go ahead. Like, no, we good? Or, 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 or hey, are you okay? I'm good. Are you okay? Yeah. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. What's wrong? Nothing. And I go through this with my wife. Okay, well, listen, I've asked you 50, 11 times, so I'm not going to ask you again. You had your opportunity to speak on it. If there's no problem, then there's no problem. Don't bring it up. Okay, I'm going to work. Mwah, love you. I get to work. Text I get a fucking message. 30 fucking text messages because only one paragraph fit in each <laughs> one about everything and anything I've ever done under the sun even before she knew me. She's not that bad. I'm just... Disclaimer, my wife, I love my wife. She's great. Please don't hit me, Maxine. Anyways, um, but you know what I'm saying? Like, it seems like, no, you're good. Do you, boo. No, you're good. Do you, boo. And then you go out and you do. You, know, you? you do. Not even do you. You just kind of like, you're dancing and there's a female in the same fucking uh, establishment. Oh, you, you're fucking her. How'd that feel? Like, what? Wait, what? You know what I'm saying? That's what, I don't even know her name. That's, what, that's, what, that's what the commissioner Sounds like to me. No, you're good. You're good. You're good. So I oh, a, you're bad. I had a supervisor for the longest time. They'd offer trainings, and I'd be like, "Is it mandatory?" Yes. And they would be like, no. "It's as it, they would say it's as mandatory as not mandatory can be." Which means come and get say what? They they they, they, they want it's not they can't get mad at you if you don't do it. Yeah. 
but they're gonna look at you yeah. different if you if you don't. It's one of those things like if you're looking for a promotion, you better be at the training. That's like this how females work, bro. Do you? Uh, what do I? What do I? I don't know. Do my hands. Right. It's like it's like that. What men know about women? It's a it's a fucking ten foot book of nothing. That's just wild. But with that being said, uh, the NFL and the front office are fucking ridiculous. Do you um, want to hear? Do you want to hear their actual numbers real fast? Do I have a choice? No, I'm kidding. Go ahead. Um, <laughs> it says that they've reported seventy three percent. Seventy eight percent of players league wide have had at least one shot. Yeah. Um, and fourteen of the thirty two clubs are at over eighty percent vaccinated. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that earlier. Um, but if you average it out between the thirty two teams, over fifty percent of each team are vaccinated. That, yeah, over 50%. I would say if, if they were like, it's about 50, it doesn't make sense. The numbers don't add up. But it's, you can say over 50%. That can mean 50.5 or that can mean 99.9. Yeah. So, so it says... it says The league is just trying to fucking appease everybody with that statement. They said they're sense. pleased with those numbers but not satisfied. Exactly. We want to see them to go up. Yeah, they want 110 those rates suck. are well above the rest of society and above the same age group as most of our players. So Sounds like Donald Trump's the commissioner. We have the biggest number, best number ever. No. <laughs> so, with that being said, uh, what's it, uh, Hopkins, right? Yeah, DeAndre Hopkins. DeAndre Hopkins said that if the, the NFL mandates or forces a vaccine saying that if they're saying you have to be vaccinated or you cannot play, yada, yada, yada. He is going to retire. DeAndre motherfucking Hopkins, still in his prime in my opinion, mm-hmm. he said he's threatening to retire before getting that vaccination. And I know that we have, we might, we might, I can't say no. I'm sure we might have listeners or viewers on each side of the spectrum of pro or anti-vaccination. And my whole thing is, I'm not anti-vaccination with with the, the COVID vaccination. I'm anti-now. I want it to be backed by the FDA and more studies to be done. When that is tried and true, then I have no problem getting the vaccination. But until then, I, I do not want it, and I am not getting it. I'm gonna I, I'm gonna say I'm not this. doing it. I'm gonna say this. I'm, and, and I if, understand if, that. if anybody I I know, love, respect, whatever, anybody, fucking public. You know, strangers, if you decide to get it, I don't hold that against you. That's your right. Hey, okay. do you? Woo-woo. One of our best friends, my, you know, our, our best friend David, he's vaccinated. He got vaccinated, you know, because he didn't want to have to wear masks at work. And I never questioned. I asked him just just because I'm curious why. And he was like, because I just didn't want to have to wear a mask at work. What he does, you know, a lot of times it's hard to breathe and yeah. that shit. And I get it. And I never was like, oh, you're stupid or you shouldn't have done it, blah, blah, blah. But I also didn't say, well, that's a good thing. I'm just like, okay, hey, I get it. I'm just a sponge. I'm just asking questions because I want to soak information up. Me, personally, I'm not going to do it. Won't do it. My kids will not. I know my wife has said she's not going to do it. My coworkers will not do it until it's more scientifically studied and proven and there's an FDA backing it. Well, that's the thing is, do you, and I I agree with that, but do you want to be 10 years down the road and be like... Hey, if you got that first round of Pfizer and you were experiencing these symptoms, 
You can be part of this lawsuit. I'd love to be part of the lawsuit and get some money, but <laughs> I, I, I hope I'm not. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's so. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, it's a catch twenty two. My big thing is, I don't get the flu shot. Yeah. Every year. And you usually don't get the flu either. And I, I really don't get sick. Yeah. I work with kids. Snot nose motherfuckers. Elementary uh, school. <laughs> and so, like, this COVID vaccine they're talking about is going to be a yearly thing. Yeah, which doesn't make sense. Then it shouldn't be a vaccine. A vaccine is usually one or two, and you're good. A yearly thing is a fucking flu shot. And so that's... It's a flu shot. It's not a fucking vaccine. And so that's my thing, is if I'm not going to get the flu shot, which right. has been around for ever... Mm-hmm. My family did. My kids get it and everything. But yeah. like, I'm at the point, like, I'm a grown adult. I don't get the flu. I So why do I need the flu shot? And if you do, then you fucking tough it out. And the so, fucking, the, 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 the mortality rate of COVID is 1%. I'm, I know we're not getting politics on this channel. But the flu death rate is higher than COVID. And, and my biggest thing is... If you fall into that category, that is a high risk. Absolutely. Do you, Will? Elderly, whatever, you got other things going Health on. Health issues, all that bullshit. Get the vaccine. If you, if you choose to. If you choose to. Stay inside. Wear a mask. I wear a mask when I'm required to. Absolutely. At work. When, man, when you're mandated to, yes. I mean, really, that's the only place I'm mandated to at this point in time. Is really? Where... I go to stores, I don't have a mask. Now, if I enter a store, say, fucking, uh, I took my daughter to the dentist. Oh. Hospital. So medical places yeah. still require. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, anywhere I go. Now, if, if I go to Walmart and they're like, oh, policy, for our store policy, you have to. Okay. Well, that's your store policy. I'm not like, well, California government says no, but... Okay, if that's the store's policy, it is what it is. Which, FYI, I heard that Walmart may be reverting to that policy again. Which, hey, which is, it is what it is. And the thing is, if I don't like it, then I can walk the fuck out and go to Food Max. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And that's the thing is, I'm not going to sit there and cry like a fucking Karen or Kyle. No, that's the thing is, if if they say, hey, look, you can't enter my establishment without a mask, guess what? I don't own that business. Yeah. I can't tell you how to run your business. Yep. I either go grab the mask from the car or I go get in the car and I fuck off. Exactly. Because my mm-hmm. dollars, especially at like big companies like that, mm-hmm. ain't going to make or break no, Walmart. No, no. These no. mom and pop places, that's where your money makes or breaks some people. Yeah, if you have a group, a smaller group. Yeah. But I mean, like, that's what I'm saying about these Karen videos on fucking YouTube and shit. Like, they set a store policy, then either put it on or Fuck the fuck off. Eat, eat their sack. Like, exactly. It's not like you know, the, the, the you know, California said so we don't have to wear. Okay, but these are private businesses. Mm-hmm. Whether they have, you know, they're publicly traded, it doesn't matter. Like Costco. People are like, why don't you show my receipt? Well, because you signed a fucking contract to be a member. Your card, you're a card-carrying member. Like if you're part of the Elks Club or whatever it is, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. You're a card-carrying member. You agreed to the rules in the contract. Walmart, they can't legally force you to show a receipt. You could, they could ask for it. You could tell them, no, thank you, or ignore them and walk by like I do half the time. Or if they get fucking in your face, some 
go eat a sack, bro. Fuck you. I'm well, see, out. that's like me half the time. I either don't show them or I'm just like, who the fuck cares? Look at my yeah, receipt. Because like, yeah. it doesn't bug me. Right? If, if I'm in a hurry, I'm not going to slow down. Or yeah, if there's or if this, people. Yes. Yeah, I'm going around. I'm like, dude, fuck out of here. I'm not This is not fucking Costco. I didn't send a contract. Well, the thing is, even Costco, like, even on a busy day at Costco, there's not a fucking no. 13 person line to get out the door. Because everybody understands that nobody bitches. They just do what they need to do. And so that's my thing is, um, if, if I'm walking out the door and it's just like the dude's like, "Hey, can I see your receipt?" and I have, and if I don't if have it handy. available, if it's handy, yes. If it's stuck in a bag or I stuck it or I fucking didn't grab it off the self checkout thing because I fucking shove it up your asshole. I'm just gonna be like, "Deuces, bro." Yeah. But like, if it's in my hand, yeah, and I hand it to, because I mean, let's be honest. Are those Walmart employees really hard checking you? No. They, 90% of them are like, fucking hate my life. 90% of them grab that fucking receipt, <laughs> take their highlighter, and hit the bottom of it and say, yeah. have a good day. They're look at it. Okay, he's got one. You could bring one in from the four fucking transactions ago. I think, honestly, the only thing they check is if you have shit's not bad. Big items. Well, that and timestamps. So, like... I think they check the timestamp, so if it's like oh, two hours or that yesterday... Makes that makes sense. I never thought about that. Because when I worked at Home Depot, people would do that. Yeah. Where they would literally go into the trash can outside, and then they would come inside and grab the exact items that are on that receipt. Fucking methods. And then they would try to return them. Um, makes sense. Or they would try to take them or whatever. Yeah. And so... Honestly, I think 90%... If they check. If they check, most of them are like, is this today, mm-hmm. and is it within the last 10 minutes? It's like working with the the, the bar at the club, checking IDs in a sense. Yeah. I get it. But what, what do you think about uh, Hopkins, about threatening to retire? I understand. I if it's forced, if it's forced, but then, it, oh, then again, it goes back to like Walmart. If it's a public or a private sector or, or a business... Hey, that's in your contract. Well, that's, well, that's why he didn't say he would retire. I get he, it. He's not going to fight it. No, yeah, yeah, he can't because he knows he can't. Mm-hmm. But he's going to retire. And see, that's the thing is, if I had the money and my job was like, hey, vaccine or... Or bus. Or bus, I'm going to bounce out. Because I personally, I don't want to get it. Yeah. But the problem is, I'm not financially where Diop is. Yeah, no way. I Not- can't say oh, you want me to wear a mask at work or and get a vaccine? Nah, thanks, fam. Yeah. Like I'm just not at that point. What's so if my out? job was like, "Hey bro, you got to get this or you got to bounce." I I'm 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 at a point where Yeah, it's, it's a hard one. You'd suck to think about talk that with the family. I mean, I mean, I would just go get it because I'm at a point where I'm like... See, my job, I wouldn't because all my coworkers wouldn't. And, and the job I work, the fucking turnover rate's so high that they're fighting to keep people or get people. And, they, and not just COVID. Pre-COVID, it's just the job I do. You oh, yeah, no. Keep, you cannot keep workers, especially for my shift. And all my coworkers are anti-anti-vaccine. That the, the owner has already asked and like said, oh, we need everybody to be uh, vaccinated by blah, blah, blah. And everybody was like, no, fuck you, fam. Not happening. We don't agree with it at the moment. We don't. It's not. We're anti-vaccine. We're anti-now vaccine. 
Well, yeah, and that's the thing. It's and so she's like, okay, fam, my bad. And she's like 70. But anyways. Well, see, that's, like, with me, it's hard because, like, I have a lot of money into retirement. Well, I have... you work with children, snot-nosed kids who are around their families and their families' families. and Oh, yeah. Your shit's, yeah, it's crazy. With and what so, you like, do. if they, if they want to say that and then it's like, it's like, do you throw away 10 years worth of retirement? Right. And then, you know what I mean? Like, it's different because, like, yeah, I'm at a place where it's cool. Yeah. But it's like, I'm not at a place where I can just say, I'm retiring right yeah, now. Where you're, you put that much time in or you're wealthy. And D-Hop's at that point where he can just be like, what? Oh, 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 fuck you money. Because yeah. that's what I got. Deuces, guy. And he could just bounce out right into the sunset, retire, and still make his money. Right, right. Well, hey, uh, speaking of, you know, illness or whatever, I, we missed a key part. I want to say R.I.P. Bismarcky. I know he uh, passed away about, a, what, a few days or a week ago? But Bismarcky, um, one of the, the hip-hop legends from New York, all that shit, uh, you know... You say he's just a friend, R.I.P. Fucking legend, but kind of a shitty transition. But the assistant coach for the New York Jets, Greg Knapp, passed away, I believe, today or yesterday. He was riding his bike and got hit by a car. Fifty-eight years old, assistant coach for the New York Jets, R.I.P. to Greg Knapp as well. Yeah. So, just wanted to touch on those things and. Show our condolences and show our respect. Um, sorry to the family. I know you guys probably don't. You will never know of this podcast. But either way, put that out there in, in the air, you know? Uh, with that being said, with football, you want to touch on Richard Sherman? Like he touched on that door? Yeah, I mean, Oof, that, that ring video was tough. And um, his fucking in-laws released that the day after, which makes it even more tough. Yeah, Poor ex-in-laws. That's a hard one, bro. Yeah, the chief of police said ex-in-laws. Yeah. So if you, if you guys aren't aware, Richard Sherman, cornerback for the Seattle Seahawks, then he went to the 49ers, and now he's a free agent. But, you know, Legion of Boom, uh, Harvard graduate. Or, sorry, Stan, my, my fault. We talked about how he could have been Ivy League. What, 4.6 GPA communications. But he's from, uh, like, he's from, like, Compton, I believe. He's in South Central L.A. Or, or something. But he grew up tough, and all the G's in the neighborhood protected him. They're like, no, this boy is going somewhere. And and they, they made sure he stayed on the streets, which is cool. But, you know, everybody knows Richard Sherman. But, so, 4th of July, I guess he drank two bottles. I, his, his, from wife, his wife said it on the 911 call. His wife on the 911 call said two bottles, one of Hennessy and one vodka. Dude, three shots of Henny and I'm fucking killing everything in sight. Bro, one shot of Henny and I'm yakking. <laughs> or fucking with the, you got the Henny dick. Nah, dude. <laughs> Henny, I just can't do Henny. I, I do, yeah. My cognac is. Oof, fuck. Nah, I'm cool. But, it's like cheap tequila. I can't do it. Oof. Yeah, so he bugged out and went off and freaking was threatening a family member supposedly and it's all allegedly well is it allegedly is it 
I mean, the police report says it's allegedly I mean, until uh, he's convicted. So, uh, so he's innocent until proven guilty. But uh, we don't know exactly what happened pre the ring video. Or the 911 call, though, was pre ring video. Yeah. He had to drive to the in laws' house or ex in laws' house for that ring video to happen. Yeah, so we don't know 100% what happened. We do know that Richard Sherman did physically assault a door, <laughs> tried to run through it, didn't work, was hollering at some. Someone either related to his wife or his in-laws or something, and then um, did get into an altercation with some police or sheriff's deputies up there that had the canine released and... Ray you're a bitch. <laughs> um, <laughs> he was hollering through the door, and he was shoulder-checking this like the Legion, like Cam Chancellor would. Like, he learned from his I teammates. Mean, that door... That's a dead. That's a dead ass deadbolt. That door held up. I Fuck, honestly, from yeah. the video, I didn't think it would hold up. No, he would. He he was. He, you would thought he was a defensive end in the NFL. The way he put his shoulder into that shit. But I don't. Ray Ray on the other side of that door. All I know is that he's a bitch, and that shit he was talking on the other side of the door was real fucking cute. And he should have came outside. But I do know that his in laws that reported this to the police said that one of them got his pistol and had it cocked, loaded, ready to go because they were in fear of their life. I'm guessing it was Ray Ray, the way Richard Sherman was calling him a bitch and saying he was cute and a bitch. And, I'm, and I'm guessing Ray Ray probably had to grab a gun. And, and Don't know you, Ray Ray, but you're a bitch. And the saying goes, you can take the homie out the hood, but you can't take the hood out the homie. Right? Because that motherfucker, like, all that... All he was gassed the fuck up. Yeah, he was... He was ready to fight. His GPA dropped substantially. <laughs> and, I mean, he did, um, he did end up with an injury on he his... He went from Stanford to community college real <laughs> quick. Um, he ended up with an injury on his foot that, from the looks of it, looks like a dog bite. Well, in the, re in the report and everything... I know the dog did get released. That they, they brought the, He fought with the cops. The cop got injured. He got injured. And the, the look of it on his ankle or right above his ankle, yeah, it it looks like a fucking tooth mark from a canine, like, and he had to have stitches. But that cop also looked like he had dog bites on him. Yeah. Now, did Sherman bite the cop? <laughs> no, I don't think so. But well, who knows? The Hennessy's the dark liquor. <laughs> Ask Shannon Sharp, but those fucking stupid comments about Kobe. <laughs> that that Henny hen hen will do some dumb shit. But yeah, so I mean, he's in some legal trouble. Um, From the way the fucking the police chief of police was talking at the conference, saying how good of a guy he was, and how much he's done for the greater community of Seattle, and Washington, and all the charities he does, doesn't seem like he's in a lot. Seems like that that chief of police was a fanboy and wanted his uh, rookie card signed real quick. <laughs> but sorry, um, go ahead. Yeah, so I think he was officially brought up on five misdemeanors, and he po <clears throat> obviously he posted the bail. The bail was twenty five thousand. I do believe. Um, and so... DUI was one of them. He ended up hitting one of those um, those concrete... What are they? Barricades? Yeah, like a concrete divider for the roadway. Yeah, in his Mercedes SUV. Not a G-Wagon. In his Mercedes SUV. And then ended up... I don't know how he got it across to Arby's parking lot. Because that wheel was kind of tucked a little bit. Oh, yeah. He, he fuck, drove that shit. 
and ditched it there and then beat the shit out of the front door. But the front door seemed like it was like cheap for Debo. <laughs> well, I guess Debo even got knocked the fuck out. That front door stood, you know? But, uh, but the sad thing is, is during this rant and all this bullshit before he even went to his in-law's house and did all this shit allegedly, he was texting people telling them that he was going to hang himself. That he was going to commit suicide and he was going to hang himself. <clears throat> now, we might joke around about a lot of shit on this podcast, but one thing we don't joke around about is uh, suicide and, and mental health. We've had um, a few people close, really close to us and pretty recent um, commit suicide. So, yeah, we don't do that shit. If anybody feels like they have no way out, please call me. Call Big Mike over here or call somebody that you know if you don't know us. Reach out. There's always somebody that can try to help. And uh, suicide is never the answer. But, yeah, with that being said, uh, you want to move on to something else? You want to move on to uh, Deshaun Watson? The Eagles said that they're possibly going to take him if he gets his legal issues cleared up. But again, since like the second or third uh, episode of the podcast, we haven't really discussed Sean Watson because it's not... There hasn't been much yeah. word on the legal side Even when we looked it up, we couldn't find anything. Yeah, there's not much. And they could just be keeping it hush-hush. Yeah. And that can happen Oof. where um, like judges can keep stuff closed until afterwards. Could have sealed the documents shit. And so that could be what's happening with a closed off. And I mean, COVID could also be playing part in this where not Absolutely. as many people are allowed in the courtrooms and those kind of things. Mm-hmm. But I guess it's yet to see. And I mean, if he does become an eagle, they're still going to lose. I mean, fly eagles fly, my asshole. They won one. I get it. I'm a Cowboys fan. Fuck them. Fuck the they, Giants. They Fuck won them. one? Fuck. Okay, cool. Fuck the football team. <laughs> you know, all that shit. Um, Tom Brady still gassed up. This man, I mean, he, in that interview... Oh, I'm so happy he left under Belichick. I'm so happy he left the nest under daddy because he is so... He's fucking entertainment. To be, to be honest, I like him now. I, I, I like him as a person. If he could have been like this this whole time, he probably would have been my favorite quarterback. One of, just now he kind of is. He's well, like he's getting like that Gronk thing without the alcohol. Well, my thing is well, with the alcohol after that party. Right. Wait, hold on. We talked about the Stanley Cup. What they yeah. said right there. Did you? Did we talk about the podcast? Yeah. Their tweet. But but reference that again. The tweet from because the Stanley Cup has its own Twitter handle, right? Yeah. What they say and when they it, won? It Tampa, literally said the Tampa Bay Lightning. Right? Yeah, okay. they won an NHL, their second NHL championship. Back to back. And it said something like, I'm too heavy to throw. Yeah, Tom Bra- at Tom Brady, I'm too heavy to throw. Something about no matter how much alcohol you drink or something. Yeah. Some shit. Yeah, that's fucking funny. That's but funny. Tom Brady still, he, he literally said that he's not going to. He's on 100. He's not going to, because everybody's trying to figure out what team he's been talking about when he talks about. That motherfucker, yeah, that motherfucker kept him over me. And he said he's not going to publicly announce it. The the quarterback that or the team they're talking about. Because it's a private thing for him. 
and he uses it as motivation every day because it's like they passed up on Wayne Gretzky or Michael Jordan. He's putting himself in that category with the goats, which most people already know. Yeah. A lot of people, and, and 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 most people know it. A lot of people know it, but don't want to admit that he's in that goat conversation. Well, yeah, I mean, you got those people in there just AFC haters. Yeah. Like, or he Tom Brady hater. Well, they just been they well they hate New England. Yeah, because they dog walked the whole league for so long, and they just hate seeing them dominate the AFC over. Over and over. Dominate the NFL over and over and over, you know? And so, and I mean, I'm not going to lie, I was probably on that boat for a while. I was. I was. And it's just. Because it's he, weird he to wasn't see allowed to have his own personality. personality. He, exactly. He wasn't allowed to have personality. He seemed like a fucking AI, like a robot. And he seemed like he was Belichick's little bitch. And now it's just showing that he was in a system where he didn't really have. Personality. He, he couldn't. He couldn't. And I get it. You know what I'm saying? And I was. And I honestly now I respect that he was professional enough to understand that he had to do what the system needed. And how many pay cuts he took to bring other people in. And so, TV 12 gassed up as always. I just. I I'm a huge fan see, now. I'm a huge fan. Um, the predictions say that they. And these are some predictions say they should be 13 and 4. Ooh. Yeah, do you have all the prediction, like the projections of the the what are the schedule of the fucking, um, what, are, what are they called? Oh my god, I can't even think. The whole right league? Now. Yeah, of, of projections of their win-loss record, or you just have the tops? Um, no, I didn't grab all of them off the, the article I was reading. I grabbed the Bucks, obviously, because they're the returning champs, and so 13 and 4 is what the article was saying on ESPN. I can see that. Um, Kansas City also was 13-4. and four. Yeah, I can see that. Um, my Denver Broncos, 8-9 and nine is what they said. And then um, your Cowboys, 7-10. and ten. Hey, it's America's Cowboys. America's Cowboys. <laughs> America. 7-10. Um, and then the Raiders also 7-10. and ten. Yeah, I'm not, not going to argue with that. I'm, I'm one of those Cowboys fans... That understands shit. I'm I'm one of those Cowboys fans that has reason. Okay, I'm not one of those. Nope, Super Bowl like you know how some of the Fortnite mm-hmm. fans are. Quest for six, quest for six. I'm one of those that yeah, we've kind of been ass, like really badass. But um, we skipped over a little bit of that Richard Sherman story. So his charges, and he was a, you know uh, say he was going to commit suicide. But before we started recording the podcast. I played the 911 tape for you, and I want to hear your reaction on um, the operator, the 911 operator, and how she handled that situation. Because you know where I stand, and I'll get into that too. But uh, I commented on the the video of the 911 call and said she needed to be fired immediately. So go ahead, Big Mike. Yeah, I listened to the 911 call, and she like we jump. Yeah, like I think that she. Didn't, and I know that whether or not she had a call before or whatever that hurt her or whatever, um, she definitely came in not de-escalating and probably escalated the situation. She, at one point she, there was a male who was talking and she freaked out saying, Or it can only take one person at a time. Yeah. But so that was way deep. Yeah, no, but what I'm saying is from the jump, she seemed to be 
pre-agitated. Oh, yeah. Not with the situation at hand, but something that either happened on a call before or whatever. She was pretty agitated. Yeah. And she used to be a real bitch. I mean, and that, I mean, that could be. She seemed in the when she when she called back when Sherman's wife called time, back. She seemed agitated she, slightly for the first part and then calmed down. She I don't know if she calmed down because she realized the severity. The severity. Or if she calmed down because she realized who it was. Or she, she, or she calmed down because she knew, like, process all of a sudden. Oh, I mean, this is, it, yeah, yeah, exactly who it was. And this how is gonna big go it public. was going to go. Yeah, this is going to. I go don't public. know, and I can't, I can't, honestly. Speak for how she felt. I don't know how she felt, and honestly, I don't know what she's going through. I mean, she could be going through some shit. Either way, but in that moment, your job I, is to, you know, sorry, go. I, that's I, what I was going to say. Is in in that moment. Your job is to de-escalate to get the information. Not even you need. de-escalate. That's a well, cost just, job. Well, you need to be able to de-escalate to the call, de- yeah. de-escalate the caller yeah. enough so you can get the information you need and try to calm them down and basically be kind of a therapist because there nobody calls nine one one because something good happened. Nobody says, "Hey, nine one one or nine one mercy," you know. Oh, hey, we're having a great time over here. Oh my goodness, we're yeah. having you know a couple cocktails and we're having so much fun jumping on a trampoline or a bounce house. They call because they are at one of the most crucial, fucking hard times in their life. Probably the lowest. The lo- or the yeah, and or the lowest time of their life. And they need somebody to be understanding, especially that somebody that they're looking to for support and fucking help to possibly rescue them. So why would, you know, you call 911 and the operator is like, man, calm down. You're like, I, I get it. Sometimes you need to calm that person down. But the way she went about it, like. But when is, when is someone yelling calm down that you ever got you to calm down? Yeah. What does that ever work for exactly. anybody? Yeah. And, 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 and Sherman's wife sounded pretty sensible. She was telling her what was going on while Richard Sherman was allegedly, you know, doing combative stuff and getting in a vehicle and trying to drive away and supposedly running through her gate. And she seemed, you know, semi-collected for the situation at hand, even well, though he I was mean, threatening to kill himself. I know, I know that the dispatcher was... Initially, obviously, she could have probably gone about it, but she was trying to get the information she needed. Yeah. Because the dispatcher doesn't need all the bullshit. But but that's and what's going to come with it. But yes. That's what's going to come with it. And and dispatchers, I guess, it's whatever, but the, she... I've never... Her first thing... I.e., we've never been in that position of, di- of being a dispatcher. So, oh, no. you know, we're talking on our ass in, in opinion right now. But, and to anybody who is a dispatcher, we've never been in your shoes. And if, if you know, I'm, we understand the job is pretty fucked up. I mean, the call that she got before that could yeah. have been a baby dead. Oh, 100%. And, and, and that's the thing, too. Like, being a dispatcher comes with its shit. So. And I know, well, I don't know, but in from what the, di- the dispatcher needs, they don't need to know exactly what's going on. Yeah. They need to know what you want yeah. and where you are. Yeah, and the primary facts, yeah. To, to relay to the police they or want fire the, or ambulance. So once they get the address, mm-hmm. then the extra information is helpful. Yeah, like 
do I need to... But in an emergency, the address is the first most important thing. And that's... And I'm I'm trying to... From from what we know. I'm going to assume that the dispatcher... That was her intentions. Did she go about it professionally? Fuck no. Not at all. And like I said, I don't know what's going on. I don't know what the call before that was. But but see, you're in that profession. You have to wipe the slate clean every call. Can you as a human? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. But you you still can't blame that. And most of the time when you call from a phone or a landline or a cell phone, they can triangulate your, your location. Not all the time. I mean, and it could be more wrong than right. But I don't know. If people, if... If you want to uh, come to your own judgment or you know opinion, go on YouTube and type in Richard Sherman nine one one tape or nine one one call or audio and and comment and tell us what you think. We could be completely wrong. I know that me and uh, you know Big Mike over here, we have pretty much the same opinion, but they differ a little bit. So. I mean, obviously, I've never been in the case where I've had to call 911 in those situations. Yeah, me neither. So I don't know. I don't know that stress. How I would act, or I've never been a dispatcher, so I don't know how to react in that sense. But you would think they, they should have training enough to where they can, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I don't know. It's, cra- it's well, crazy. Well, that thing is, do, and I mean, that's a dark hole, a deep Absolutely. dark hole. Absolutely. Do they have that training? Because every, every dispatcher is going to have a different opinion, different answer for that. You know what well, I'm the thing is, do, I mean, I can tell you right now that our, there's no way our shitty ass departments around here pay their dispatchers enough. Oh no, not or at all. Or train them enough. Well, and police don't have enough training either to do what they do. Like, That's what I'm saying. This hole is deep. Yeah, I'm saying in general, metropolitan cities too. Tell me why a barber has to do five thousand or three, three thousand hours of, of of fucking apprenticeship to become an actual certified barber. But a, a cop has to do six months of eight hours a day training and then six months of, of, of FTO, field training officer training, and they go out with a gun and shit. They can violate your rights, they can kill you, or they can get killed. It, it, you know, both sides of, of the spectrum of the sword. It's a double-edged sword. They can get killed, get fucked over, get violated, or they can violate, kill, and fuck somebody over. You know what I'm saying? Like, they could arrest somebody for something that doesn't, it shouldn't have been, and that person could spend years of their life in prison and miss out their families and, and lose everything. At the same time, they could be super violated and get killed for something that they didn't have training for. Yeah. But a barber should not have to go through more hours of training than a fucking law enforcement officer who gets to carry a gun and make judgments on someone's life. You feel me? Oh, 100%. So, that is what it is. And that's what I'm saying. So, my thing, and this is my stance, is I don't think that the cops have, cops dispatch have enough training Absolutely. sometimes, especially to deal with the shit that they have to deal with oh, now. Yeah. yeah, they get fucked. And there's, and my easy answer is there's bad and there's good in every profession. Every That's race, the easiest every answer. profession, in humans. Like, legitimately, there's bad teachers, there's good teachers. There's well, you know that, first thing. And so, and that's just my opinion. Like, 
you're gonna get bad it's, cops. You're gonna get good cops. I've ran into both. Yeah, me too. It's the human race, is what it is. When you when when somebody has natural selection, not natural, but has choice. Yeah. There's gonna be good. There's gonna be bad. There's gonna be the cop that frames somebody and takes their money and says they were drug dealers who they weren't. There's gonna be the cops that report the cop for stealing or not. You know what I'm saying? The last thing I want to cover, I know we're probably pushing right now, is, uh, and this is a big thing, especially in women's rights, is the the, MB, uh, the the NBA 2K22 cover that's coming out. I know you did a lot of uh, research since we've been talking tonight about the cover athletes. I know I brought it to your attention, but 2K has historically put on one of their versions of the new game a female a WNBA player. You want to touch on that, Big? Yeah. This will probably well, be a lot the story we end with, right? Yeah. So, essentially, the w, or two, NBA 2K releases with more than one cover, usually. Which is a basketball game. So. Yeah. Um, and it usually releases for more than one cover. Like, they have the standard cover, and then they have, like, a special edition. Um like last year was it? I think it was last year they had the Mamba edition, uh-huh. um, and so this year they're releasing the standard edition, which is Luca from the Mavs, Luca Doncic, and then they have the NBA's 75th anniversary. Because for those of you that don't know, it is the 75th year of the NBA, um, and that'll have Kareem, Kevin Durant, and. One other person on it. I can't think of the other person. It's um, Kareem. It uh, Kareem Dirk. Dirk. So Dirk Kareem, Dirk, and Kevin Durant on that one. And then, for the first time ever, it is the 25th anniversary of the WNBA. So Candace Parker, who's the first female to grace the... She's the Michael Jordan of WNBA. Yeah, she's, she's really good. Um, Hall of Fame. She played... For was it Sparks? Was it the LA Sparks? No, Monarchs I, and I just saw the cover too. Son of a beat. I'm looking. I'll look, um, I'll look it up right but, now. So you can buy the that edition, which is the WNBA 25th anniversary edition, and you get some jerseys and in the game. In, in the, the game. game, and if I read it correctly, because it's early release stuff, um, the way it reads is they will have their first. WNBA my player, which is like the career. You you can usually you build make, your player, build their face. Yeah, and so normally you can only do it in the NBA. And the way I read it is, if you buy the WNBA version, you will also have the the actual my player forward so you can play in the WNBA. Which is dope. Which I've never seen before. So she was drafted in 2008 and played till 2020. With the Los Angeles Sparks, then she played in some other country. Or she, well, you know, WNBA players play in in WNBA, and then the off season they go play uh, overseas yeah. because they don't make enough money in either to really pay the bills. So they have to. It's a full time job of playing basketball in the United States for the WNBA, and then in other countries to make keep you know keep their, oh, their, their life alive. That was a so they she's now she's still active. I didn't know that she's with the Chicago Sky WNBA okay. team. So that 
That's why I was like, I don't, I wasn't sure because that's they're going with that. Are you serious? Jersey. As she her. only played this year with them. She played with the fucking Los, the LA Sparks from 08 to 220 or 2020. They should have. Anyway, yeah, so that, that's what threw that's me wild. is because yeah. they're using the Chicago jersey yeah. for... That's why I was like, Sparks, you're like, that's eh, not what it showed. I get it. No, 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 that's wild. That's wild. Yeah, so Chicago is the jersey that they went with. She's a WNBA champion, a WNBA finals MVP, two-time season MVP, six-time All-Star, WNBA defensive player of the year, uh, All-Star game MVP, rookie of the year, all-rookie team, uh, all WNBA first team, all WNBA second team, all defensive second team, rebounding leader, peak performer, top 2020. Yeah, the list goes on. Yeah, she's... she is the goat of WNBA. One of like yeah. Le- Lisa Leslie, right? Yeah, Lisa Leslie is the goat. Candace Parker is right there, like Kobe to Michael Jordan, right? Yeah, she's a- Candace Parker is amazing. She's done a lot for the league. Absolutely, respect. Uh, Kobe, Kobe himself was trying to do a lot for the league, mm-hmm. just because of oh, he did. because of his daughters. He was a, um, he was a, a, a big proponent. Down. He was a big proponent for them making more money. Um, and I mean, to be honest, the WNBA doesn't probably bring in as much money as the NBA. But if we're being honest with ourselves, they're all under the same umbrella. Absolutely. So if if they're male count, I'm not saying, and I'm not saying the WNBA players should make exactly as much as the NBA players because of the revenue difference, but you're telling me that the NBA couldn't send some of their money towards the NBA to make them be able to have a little bit more money? Yeah, like we talked about MLB and their AAA teams with the food situation. Oh, 100%. Like, and we t- you touched on that, like why the MLB couldn't send some more money down to the AAA to like give them better food to help them with their their um, just be healthier. Yeah, healthier. We talked you you brought that up. We talked about that. Yeah, a couple podcasts, a couple episodes ago. It's the same thing with the WNBA or the G League in a sense, you know. But a hey, salute to Candace Parker being the first cover athlete, one of the you know first cover athlete for one of the covers of any NBA two K game. Yeah, that's hard as shit. That's gangster. You would have thought Leslie, uh, Lisa Leslie would have been, but Lisa Leslie was the first female to ever dunk in a professional game, too, right? I believe WNBA, WNBA I believe so. Dunks don't happen very often. No, not games. with the women. No, that's crazy. I think they're. More, I mean, you got Brittany Griner now. Who's like six and eight. She dunks more regularly than most yeah. people. But um, Lisa Leslie was the first. I might. I'm intrigued if it actually does have a WNBA career on how much they put into it. Right. Because they yeah. put all this time into making storylines and stuff for the my career side. But I wonder if they did the same thing. It just changed the character. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know. That's what I'm saying. How much do they put into it? Do they. Yeah. Is it just a generic or are they just going to swap out the male that's for a female too. counterpart. So why don't we buy both and report back? I don't know. <laughs> we'll see. But. So, but I think are we are we good on everything? We touched on everything we want to talk about. Yeah, I'm good. I mean, Aaron Rodgers declined a two-year contract to make him the highest-paid quarterback or athlete or NFL player in the history of the NFL, I believe. So a lot of speculations that he's 
playing out this year because he's playing out this year from what we understand. And uh, probably not re-signing in Green Bay, which leaves the, the whole discussion open, which is good for us as podcasters, the sports podcast. But yeah, with that being said, we appreciate each and every one of you listeners, viewers, wherever, whatever you may do or be. Um, thank you. Subscribe, like, listen, view, uh, share, please comment. Let us know if there's any topics you want us to discuss. And, uh, you know, this is episode 10 of the Big and Blizz podcast. That's Big Mike over there. I'm Blizzy. And until next time, signing out. Peace.